Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Acts. We're still in chapter 9. Looking at verse 31, read from the New King James Version, we've met Saul, who was on the Damasc- on his way to Damascus to persecute the church. And instead, God convicted him. The Holy Spirit convinced him, and he believed in Christ as his Lord and Savior, and that, that Christ was the promised Messiah, because Paul, being a, a student of the Word, knew that uh, the, the promise was fulfilled. He was met by Ananias, who was afraid at first to follow uh, the, the leading of the Holy Spirit to go and speak to him so that the scales could fall from his eyes. And then once the uh, scales had fallen off and he had fasted three days, but prior to that, he was uh, taken to meet the disciples. And of course, everyone is still kind of leery, you know, because they know his reputation and they're not, you know, sure about it. But Barnabas, who was uh, already well known and respected, listened to Paul, Saul's story and gives Saul credibility with the church and its leaders. And after Saul, that most zealous persecutor, was converted. Then the church enjoyed a brief time of peace. So let's listen to chapter 9, verse 41. 31, I'm sorry, read from the New King James Version. Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Again, Acts chapter 9, verse 31, read from the New King James Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening and following my podcast, which can be heard almost anywhere podcasts are heard including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. Like and follow at Minutes Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 9, verse 31. And I gave you a brief recap up to that point. So let's listen to what the commentaries had to say about verse 31. The churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria began uh, to grow. And Acts 9 began with the zealous man, that would be Saul, breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord. But God was more than able to turn this terrible threat into a great blessing. And Luke wants to show us that God's work not only continued, but it was strong despite great opposition that came against it. And we know that those who minister in areas that are are, uh, under persecution, we know that God's word, it does prosper. Even though there are, I mean, not to say that everything is perfect because we know that's not right. We know that's not true. But we know that in some areas, 
the gospel is received, but there's conflict. There's, conf- you know, there there's a fight against it because they have to go up against hostile forces. And in some places, it's received, but it's restricted. They are ready to hear, but, you know, there's still going to be some resistance. And God just continues to give those missionaries, those who are there to spread the gospel. He gives them uh, the strength and comfort that they need from the Holy Spirit, by the uh, power of the Holy Spirit, to keep going. But let me continue. um, It says, Galilee, the book of Acts, tells us nothing about the planting of the churches in Galilee. We uh, We don't know who started these churches, how they did it, and Uh, about the great works of God, which took place in these young churches. This reminds us that Acts is only a partial history of God's work during this period. And then it goes on to say the churches had peace. They were edified. People were walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And I think that is what I love the most, walking in the comfort of the Holy Spirit and as we think about churches today, that we, of course, in our areas, especially, you know, in the States, we don't face persecution as much as, as overseas in some of the other countries, the many countries where they're either um, restricted, Christianity is restricted, or those who live there are hostile and don't want to hear the word. But in the book of Acts, there were peace there was peace and though they were walking in the comfort of the holy spirit and we thank god for all the comfort that he gives but let me continue sharing from the commentaries the um because they had peace doesn't mean that all persecution had stopped instead it means that they were in uh they had peace in the midst of persecution and we know those who are missionaries they understand that uh better than any of us ever could i'm sure some of you listening are in areas where you know persecution is real for you but better than i can i'll put it that way at the end of Acts uh, 9.31, we reach an important uh, historical crossroad in Acts and the events in the Roman Empire. And for history buffs, you know about uh, Caiaphas. He was replaced as high priest, first by Jonathan, then by Theophilus. And in that same year, Caligula succeeded Tiberius as Roman emperor. And Caligula was bitterly hostile against the Jews, and was assassinated four years later, for those who are history buffs. (laughs) The churches were edified. That meant they were being built up. They were growing in number, and they were growing in strength. And the fear of the Lord, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, gave them the strength that they needed to be able to withstand all of the wiles of the devil. In the comfort of the Holy Spirit, Pearson points out the word... uh, Comfort here essentially is the same word as helper or comforter, a paraclete. That's what our Holy. That's what God's Holy Spirit is, the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. 
Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we can walk in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, God, that we can walk in the fear of the Lord. And fear just means that we're uh, we're uh, cognizant of your word, cognizant of your will for our lives, cognizant of uh, your commandments and your covenants, that we um, are cognizant and aware of the Holy Spirit guiding and leading us. So, Father, we thank you for that. Father, we're continuing to pray for uh, Turkey and Syria. And we're thanking you, Father, that our president, President Biden, was able to go to Ukraine and uh, meet with President Zelensky. God, um, all things work the way you want them to. I know it's been a year for that war. So, God, we're still praying for peace in that area as only you can, and comfort for those who've lost so much. Fathers, we're praying for Turkey and Syria. We're praying for Turkish and Syrian Christians who are choosing to serve in Jesus' name. We pray that God, pray God that you will be glorified through their work and that they will continue to have opportunities to share the love of Jesus Christ with the many who are hurting the many who are grieving. We're praying for uh, wisdom of Christians delivering aid and help. Um, We're praying that the church does what it needs to do to make a big impact, uh, especially in the midst of so much devastation. As we, um, they're dealing with more than uh, Christians, they're dealing with Muslims. So let the word and the the love of Christ be shown in everything that's happening. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.